0: To the latest free agency edition of Hanging with Mr. Hooper in association with Mark with Mikes. I'm your host, Joshua Thicklin, JT, Mr. Hooper himself, and we're going to get right to it to an amazing, huge weekend in the NBA. Free agency started July 1st and without a doubt with the bang because the King is heading to LA. LeBron James is heading to the City of Angels. Now... Of course, for everybody, it's news that shocked the sports world. When I say shocked, a lot of people did see it coming. But the impact, it cannot be understated. LeBron James um, signing a four-year, $154 million deal with the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, since then, moves have already been made in LA. Um, The Lakers also signing Lance Stevenson, JaVale McGee, re-signing KCP, and yeah, a lot of... (laughs) A lot of crazy moves already being made this weekend, but overall, uh, it was a very um, big opening weekend for the NBA when it comes to free agency. Um, Overall, it was estimated $1.2 billion was negotiated over the weekend for free agency according to ESPN. So you have Paul George, who over the weekend decided that he was going to stick with Oklahoma City, which I... Paul George's decision was a, a very interesting um, ordeal. Russell Westbrook basically throwing a he's staying party and, and where Paul George announced it. And Paul George signing a, <laughs> a huge 130, over $135 million deal um, with to stay in OKC, to try to get something done over there. Um, it's an interesting decision. But, you know, when that decision was made, a lot of people were saying, what does this do towards LeBron's decision? What will LeBron do now that Paul George is off the table and the Spurs saying that they weren't going to trade in the Western Conference at one point or not trade with the Lakers at all, despite Kawhi wanting to be there. But apparently it didn't impact LeBron's decision that much because <clears throat> Sports Illustrated and multiple people are reporting that LeBron's decision came, on the, came more from a family-generated, family-oriented space. All right. So it wasn't only the strictly basketball, it seemed like family played a crucial part. LeBron has a home in Los Angeles, um, Seem multiple people are reporting that his family felt comfortable there. He, um, it seemed more like a business and a family decision as well as a basketball decision. But the sealer of the deal seemed to be Magic Johnson. Um, Magic Johnson came to LeBron James' home, t- spoke with LeBron for several hours, About the future of him in LA, in Los Angeles. And I think one important thing to notice is Magic Johnson probably can relate with LeBron James more than any other executive, period. You have a Hall of Fame, Hall of Famer who off the court has transcended the sport, has become an iconic businessman, who can sell that championship pedigree, which is something that we saw with Pat Riley and his decision back to go to, go to Miami. You know, and this, you know, the legendary story goes is LeBron James came to Pat Riley's office and Pat Riley threw the rings on the table. And that was enough to sell LeBron on the championship vision. But a lot of things to be said. Also, surprise guest appearance in that LA meeting was Kobe Bryant himself calling LeBron James. Now this is now this is a big move because in the past couple of weeks LeBron LeBron and Kobe's relationship has been questioned because Kobe's comments about uh, LeBron following his loss to the Warriors again in the NBA Finals. Basically saying that, like, champions do what it needs to be done to get it done and get the job done. Um, but it didn't change much. And LeBron, like that, is in the purple and gold. And, he has, and it's something that the Lakers have done over time. Um, in the 70s, it was Kareem who jumped from Milwaukee to Los Angeles, being the be- being a reigning MVP, an NBA champion, switching ships. In the 90s, 96, it was Shaq, the Diesel, going from mag- for the Magic, and the big free agency move that changed the league, changed the whole <laughs> face of the league, going from Orlando to Los Angeles for similar reasons, to win championships, and also for a bigger Personal brand profile move. Now, <clears throat> the real question everybody wants to: know, What about the hoop side of this? All right. Now, some people from the outside looking in is like, okay, why the Lakers? Lakers finish finishing near <laughs> finishing with under forty games, under five hundred. Um, the Lakers haven't even been to the playoffs in, <laughs> since 2013 and it's one of those things where you look at it and you see like I think LeBron saw also the potential in the roster. Um, there's a lot of young chips young that can get a jump. The Lakers having two two rookies make all rookie making the all rookie selecting team. Um, Kuzma making all rookie first team, Lonzo making all rookie second team. These are valuable pieces. Now we don't know the future of these guys. Brandon Ingram who over, last, over the last season, tremendous growth, from, especially in the second half. Taking more of an offensive approach, more aggressive role. And so now we have to see where, where do the Lakers stand? Where do the Lakers stand now that LeBron James is putting on the purple and gold? And how do we see them faring in the playoffs? Because from the outside looking in, you're saying, well, <laughs> the Warriors didn't move. Houston re-signed Chris Paul. So what is going to happen now? Where do the Lakers stand up? So uh, I took upon myself to also look into that. see where are the Lakers standing currently? And to the minds of many. So <clears throat> according to Las Vegas Superbook, the Lakers are now have a seven to two shot to, <laughs> to win an NBA championship in 2019. That's what hey, that's what Vegas is saying. They're, so currently it's the Warriors and the Lakers and the Celtics are tied for second in the best odds to win an NBA title next season. Rockets are 7-1. to one. They're third. Now, as a person, if, as anybody who watches the game, LeBron James obviously is a big factor. But a lot of people are saying like, well right now, this team is a second round and out team. But, you know, it's very young. We, we're not even a week into free agency. We're barely two days into free to officially full free agency mode. So the Lakers can still make, make a lot of moves. I think what's but the four-year part, the four, four full years that, that LeBron signed for, shows that the King is really interested in seeing where the moves go from here. It doesn't seem like he's in a rush. He's here for the long haul. He's not here for a quick championship and out. Now, what we, now what we really, really, really want to see is what will happen also with Lonzo Ball. How will Lonzo Ball impact the decision for LeBron James? Now, a lot of people are saying, well, Lonzo Ball, I think anyone who actually really watched the game, especially the second half of the season, Lonzo Ball is actually a very promising point guard. And they think he's an ideal point guard for LeBron James. He's past first. He, he's a pass-first point guard, which in the, in the age of the Russell Westbrooks and the Steph Currys, where we, our point guards are more dynamic and they're, they're scoring the basketball more. Lonzo Ball is more of a Jason Kidd-like prototype point guard where he can get on the boards, but he is pass-first, can push the tempo, is, is, a, is a solid defender. And I think that will help. Now, a lot of people also are asking, how will LeVar Ball play into this? Will LeVar, you know, will Levar Ball still be out of pocket um, with LeBron James in town? And can that possibly impact where Lonzo Ball will be ending up towards the end of the season? Because a lot of people are saying if LeVar Ball speaks out of term a couple times... Lonzo could be on his way to Sacramento. <laughs> so I think right now, the moves that are being made by the Los Angeles Lakers seem to be the, one, the right ones. Even though I'm not, a few, I'm not the biggest fan of the JaVale McGee move, but I think adding, adding more solid like veteran options, just in case you do have to deal a Julius Randle or a Hart or a Brandon Ingram or a Kyle Kuzma, it's probably the smarter move just in case uh, if you want to make another move for a superstar you may have to lose some of those young pieces but if I'm LeBron James I probably do want to keep Kyle Kuzma in lonzo ball around now everybody else is you know expensive you know expendable and even though I like Brandon Ingram, I think Brandon Ingram is really growing into his own. I think he, if LeBron hadn't came to L.A., I think this upcoming season was going to be a very promising season for him. Now, now, of course, you know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on with these type of decisions. The real thing is this. A lot of people are saying, does LeBron have to win a title immediately in Los Angeles? The answer is no, he does not. But right now, he's already elevated a franchise that has been dormant and has been sleeping for the last five years and raising an excitement around the league now the real question is what's going to happen to the eastern conference now the eastern conference seems to be a free for all we have boston you have philly and who knows you're just gonna be maybe the raptors can get it done now now the, the, now that lebron james isn't there to torment them So it's going to be really interesting in the Eastern Conference. And I saw something that really, you know, I don't know, made me raise my eyebrow a little bit. Um, Skip Bayless tweeted out after the deal that now with LeBron going to L.A., Joel Embiid is the best player in the Eastern Conference. And when I saw that, I'm like, eh, kind of. He's kind of, I kind of twist a little bit. To me, in my personal opinion, the two best players in the Eastern Conference right now is Giannis Antetokounmpo and Kyrie Irving. Though Joel Embiid is in probably the best in probably in one of the best positions uh right now, is most dominant, one of the most dominant centers in the league right now. Not named Anthony Davis, he's probably the second best center in the league. Um, so I think that, or well, Anthony Davis consider a power forward or something It doesn't matter. Let's not go with semantics. I think that right now, it's gonna be a very interesting time in the East. It's so for the first time in in almost in the first time in forever, it's gonna seem like Someone, some team that doesn't have LeBron James on the roster is going to make the NBA finals. Now, Boston has so much talent on that team. And what they did last year, with, <laughs> despite Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving being hurt, is uh, rather remarkable. And Jason Tatum is the real deal. Tatum, um, to me, who knows? Two years from now, three years from now, he may be the guy that we say, who's the best player in the East? It's Jason Tatum could be Jason Tatum, could be Ben Simmons, could be Giannis, a lot of young talent over there in, on, in the Easter Conference that will make the races on that side of the playoff bracket interesting. Honestly, with this move, I want them to get rid of it. I want them to get rid of conference standards, do overall seeding, and it would probably be so much fun. Who knows, the NBA probably, NBA's already announced that they're looking into that, making moves to try to change that. Adam Silver made an announcement last year about that. But we'll see what happens with it. But right now, free agency in the NBA is what makes the NBA great. You never know what you're going to get. You get decisions like this, and it makes it, it really exciting. You know, even though over the weekend it seemed like everyone was staying, and, and even people from Cleveland had some hope, hope, like maybe LeBron's gonna stay, and until he opted out, like maybe LeBron's gonna stay, and we'll try to retool around him. But I think LeBron saw the writing on the wall, and he saw it during the NBA Finals. He saw it during the playoffs, his historic playoff run. Is that there's not that much you can do with that Cavaliers roster. You just can't. Um, it's burnt out. Is you know there's not much you really can do. And now with him signing to the Lakers is a whole new range of opportunity for him with young players that he can probably grow and mentor to be great. And I think that's really um, a nice challenge for him. Now uh, the thing is, LeBron. <laughs> LeBron's. Now, can LeBron get to that six? Can LeBron tie Jordan or something like that? I don't think this move is about that. I think this move is really about LeBron and his lifestyle and the change to that and trying to do something that no one's ever done before. Look, LeBron was an MVP with Los Angeles. He'll be the first player in the history of the NBA to ever do that on three teams. But not only the NBA, no one in the NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL has ever won MVPs with three teams. And LeBron has the opportunity to do it. And I think it's kind of amazing that someone in their 15th, past their 15th season, we're talking about in such high regard as far as free agency goes and how much he changes the landscape of the league with every move he makes. I think that's what makes LeBron James great. Now, I know a lot of Lakers fans are going to be, you know, a lot of Lakers fans will be kind of, you know, torn by the move. For, For years, a lot of Lakers fans have, Debated the Kobe LeBron debate and stuff like that. And here's my advice to all you like, all Lakers fans out there. Relax. You have the best player in the world suiting up in purple and gold. Enjoy it. It doesn't have to be a choice. You know where Magic Johnson stands. You know where Kobe stands. You know where all these legends stand when it comes to the Lakers. So don't worry about it. Just enjoy the ride and enjoy being relevant. Once again, all right, not tuning in to a nationally televised game, getting worked by the Hornets or some other, you know, yeah, team that doesn't matter. Focus on what's going on, the, the greatness that is ahead of you. All right. I think that's the best advice. Now, with LeBron signing, six of the top eight scorers in NBA history will have played for the Lakers. That includes Kareem, Karl Malone, Kobe, Wilt Chamberlain, LeBron James himself, and Shaq. And the only two people who are not in purple and gold on that list is Michael Jordan and Dirk Nowitzki. So, to say that him, LeBron sending himself there with the greatness that aligns that Lakers franchise and the legends have come through over the years, I think is a great touch. And we'll see. Who knows? I think the great thing about it, we're going to get us, we're going to get, um, and it, the late show is back. Sit back and enjoy it. And that's all you need to do. All right. Well, that's all the time we have now with Hanging with Mr. Hooper. I'm your host, Joshua Thickland, JT, Mr. Hooper himself. And make sure you tune in to Mark Mike's podcast. We actually had a very great podcast just the other day, Sunday. So please tune in. Please tune in. Make sure you watch it. All the podcasts will be coming throughout the week, and hey, I'll catch you off the rebound, and make sure you tune in and subscribe to Marks with Mikes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest free agency edition of Hanging with Mr. Hooper in association with Mark with Mikes. I'm your host, Joshua Thicklin, JT, Mr. Hooper himself, and we're going to get right to it, to an amazing, huge weekend in the NBA. Free agency started July 1st, and without a doubt, with a bang, because the King is heading to LA. LeBron James is is heading to the City of Angels. Now, of course, for everybody, it's news that shocked the sports world. When I say shocked, a lot of people did see it coming, but the impact, it cannot be understated. LeBron James um, signing a four-year, $154 million deal with the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, since then, moves have already been made in L.A. Um, the Lakers also signing Lance Stevenson, JaVale McGee, re-signing KCP. And, yeah, a lot of <laughs> a lot of crazy moves already being made this weekend. But overall, uh, it's, it was a very... Um, Big opening weekend for the NBA when it comes to free agency. Um, overall, it was estimated $1.2 billion were nego- was negotiated over the weekend for free agency, according to ESPN. So you have Paul George, who over the weekend decided that he was going to stick with Oklahoma City, which in Paul George's decision was a, a very interesting um, ordeal. Russell Westbrook basically throwing a he stay in party and And where Paul George announced it and Paul George signing a (laughs) a huge 130 over 135 million dollar deal with to stay in OKC to try to get something done over there. Um, It's an interesting decision. But, you know, when that decision was made, a lot of people were saying, what does this do towards LeBron's decision? What will LeBron do now that Paul George is off the table and the Spurs saying that they weren't going to trade in the Western Conference at one point or not trade with the Lakers at all, despite Kawhi wanting to be there. But apparently it didn't impact LeBron's decision that much because <clears throat> Sports Illustrated and multiple people are reporting that LeBron's decision came on the, came more from a family-generated, family-oriented space. All right. So it wasn't only the strictly basketball. It seemed like family played a crucial part. LeBron has a home in Los Angeles. Um, Seemed multiple people are reporting that his family felt comfortable there. um, It seemed more like a business and a family decision as well as a basketball decision. But the sealer of the deal seemed to be Magic Johnson. Um, Magic Johnson came to LeBron James' home, spoke with LeBron for several hours, about the future of him in LA, in Los Angeles. And I think one important thing to notice is Le- Magic Johnson probably can relate with LeBron James more than any other executive, period. You have a Hall of Fame, Hall of Famer who off the court has transcended the sport, has become an iconic businessman, who can sell that championship pedigree, which is something that we saw. With Pat Riley in his decision back to go, to go to Miami, you know, and this, you know the legendary story goes is LeBron James came to Pat Riley's office and Pat Riley threw the rings on the table, and that was enough to sell LeBron on the championship vision. But a lot of things to be said. Also, surprise guest appearance in that LA meeting was Kobe Bryant himself calling LeBron James. Now this is now this is a big move because in the past couple of weeks LeBron. LeBron and Kobe's relationship has been questioned because Kobe's comments about uh, LeBron following his loss to the Warriors again in the NBA Finals, basically saying that like, champions do what it needs to be done to get it done and get the job done. Um, but it didn't change much. And LeBron, like that, is in the purple and gold. And, he has, and it's something that the Lakers have done over time. Um, in the 70s, it was Kareem. Who jumped from Milwaukee to Los Angeles, being the best, being a reigning MVP, an NBA champion, switching ships. In the '90s, '96, it was Shaq, the Diesel, going from Matt, going for the Magic, and a big free agency move that changed the league, changed the whole face of the league, going from Orlando to Los Angeles for similar reasons. To win championships and also for a bigger Personal brand profile move. Now, <clears throat> the real question everybody wants to: know What about the hoop side of this? All right. Now, and some people from the outside looking in is like, okay, why the Lakers? Lakers finished finishing near <laughs> finishing with under forty games, under five hundred. Um, the Lakers haven't even been to the playoffs in, <laughs> since 2013. And it's one of those things where you look at it, and you see like, I think LeBron saw also the potential in the roster. Um, there's a lot of young, young ships chips that can get it done. The Lakers having two two rookies make all rookie making all rookie selecting team. Um, Kuzma making all rookie first team. Lonzo making all rookie second team. These are valuable pieces. Now we don't know the future of these guys. Brandon Ingram who. Over, last, over the last season, tremendous growth, for, especially in the second half, taking more of an offensive approach, more aggressive role. And so now we have to see where, where do the Lakers stand? Where do the Lakers stand now that LeBron James is putting on the purple and gold? And how do we see them faring in the playoffs? Because from the outside looking in, you're saying, well, <laughs> the Warriors didn't move. Houston re-signed Chris Paul. So what is going to happen now? Where do the Lakers stand up? So, uh, I took upon myself to also look into that. See, where are the Lakers standing currently? Into the minds of many. So, <clears throat> according to Las Vegas Super Bowl, the Lakers are now have a 7-2 shot to, <laughs> to win an NBA championship in 2019. That's what, hey, that's what Vegas is saying. They're, so, currently, it's the Warriors and the Lakers and the Celtics are tied for 2nd. In uh, best odds to win an NBA title next season. Rockets are seven to one. They're third. Now, as a person, if, as anybody who watches the game, LeBron James obviously is a big factor. But a lot of people are saying, like, well, right now, this team is a second round and out team. But, you know, it's very young. We, we're, we're not even a week into free agency. We're barely two days into free to officially full pre-agency mode. So the Lakers can still make make a lot of moves. I think what's but the four-year part, the four, four full years that, that LeBron signed for, shows that the King is really interested in seeing where the moves go from here. It doesn't seem like he's in a rush. He's here for the long haul. He's not here for a quick championship and out. Now, what we, now what we really, really, really want to see is what will happen also with Lonzo Ball. How will Lonzo Ball impact the decision for LeBron James? Now, a lot of people are saying, well, Alonzo Ball, I think anyone who actually really watched the game, especially the second half of the season, Lonzo Ball is actually a very promising point guard. And they think he's an ideal point guard for LeBron James. He's, pass first, he, he's a pass-first point guard, which in the, in the age of the Russell Westbrooks and the Steph Currys, where we, our point guards are more dynamic and they're, they're scoring the basketball more. Lonzo Ball is more of a Jason Kidd-like prototype point guard where he can get on the boards, but he is pass-first, can push the tempo, is, is, a, is a solid defender. And I think that will help. Now, a lot of people also are asking, how will LeVar Ball play into this? Will LeVar, you know, will LeVar Ball still be out of pocket um, with LeBron James in town? And can that possibly impact where Lonzo Ball will be ending up towards the end of the season? Because a lot of people are saying, if LeVar Ball speaks out of turn a couple times, Lonzo could be on his way to Sacramento. <laughs> so I think right now, the moves that are being made by the Los Angeles Lakers seem to be the, one, the right ones. Even though I'm not, a few, I'm not the biggest fan of the JaVale McGee move, but I think adding, adding more solid like veteran options just in case you do have to deal a Julius Randle or a Hart or a Brandon Ingram or a Kyle Kuzma it's probably the smarter move just in case. Uh, if you want to make another move for a superstar, you may have to lose some of those young pieces. But if I'm LeBron James, I probably do want to keep Kyle Kuzma and Lonzo Ball around. Now, everybody else is, you know, expensive, you know, expendable. And even though I like Brandon Ingram, I think Brandon Ingram is really growing into his own. I think if LeBron hadn't came to L.A., I think this upcoming season was going to be a very promising season for him. Now, Now, of course, you know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on with these type of decisions. The real thing is this. A lot of people are saying, does LeBron have to win a title immediately in Los Angeles? The answer is no, he does not. But right now, he's already... Elevated a franchise that has been dormant and has been sleeping for the last five years and raising an excitement around the league. Now, the real question is, what's going to happen to the Eastern Conference? Now the Eastern Conference seems to be a free-for-all. We have Boston, you have Philly, and who knows, You're just gonna be, maybe the Raptors can get it done now. Now, the, the, now that LeBron James isn't there to torment them. So it's going to be really interesting in the Eastern Conference. And I saw something that really, you know, I don't know, made me raise my eyebrow a little bit. Um, Skip Bayless tweeted out after the deal that now with LeBron going to L.A., Joel Embiid is the best player in the Eastern Conference. And when I saw that, I'm like, eh, kind of. of, I kind of twist a little bit. To me, in my personal opinion, the two best players in the Eastern Conference right now is Giannis Antetokounmpo and Kyrie Irving. Though Joel Embiid is in probably the best, and probably one of the best positions uh, right now, is most dominant one of the most dominant centers in the league right now. Not named Anthony Davis, he's probably the second best center in the league. Um, So I think that, or Anthony Davis, consider him a power forward. Some it doesn't matter. Let's not go with semantics. I think that right now it's going to be a very interesting time in the East. It's for the first time in, in almost in the first time in forever, it's going to seem like someone. Some team that doesn't have LeBron James on the roster is going to make the NBA finals. Now, Boston has so much talent on that team. And what they did last year, with <laughs> despite Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving being hurt, is uh, rather remarkable. And Jason Tatum is the real deal. Tatum, um, to me, who knows? Two years from now, three years from now, he may be the guy that we say, who's the best player in the East? It's Jason Tatum be Jason Tatum, could be Ben Simmons, could be Giannis, a lot of young talent over there in in the Easter Conference that will make the races on that side of the playoff bracket interesting. Honestly, with this move, I want them to get rid of it. I want them to get rid of conference standards, do overall seeding, and it would probably be so much fun. Who knows? The NBA probably, NBA has already announced that they're looking into that, making moves to try to change that. Adam Silver made an announcement last year about that, but we'll see what happens with it. But right now, free agency in the NBA is what makes the NBA great. You never know what you're going to get. You get decisions like this, and it makes it really exciting. You know, even though over the weekend it seemed like everyone was staying, and, and even people from Cleveland had some hope, hope like, maybe LeBron's going to stay and until he opted out. Like, maybe LeBron's going to stay, and we'll try to retool around him. But I think LeBron saw the writing on the wall, and he saw it during the NBA Finals. He saw it during the playoff, his historic playoff run is that there's not that much you can do with that Cavaliers roster. You just can't. Um, it's burnt out. Is You know, there's not much you really can do. And now with him signing to the Lakers, it's a whole new range of opportunity for him with young players that he can probably grow and mentor to be great. And I think that's really um, a nice challenge for him. Now, uh, the thing is, LeBron, <laughs> LeBron's, now, can LeBron get to that six? Can LeBron tie Jordan or something like that? I don't think this move is about that. I think this move is just really about LeBron and his lifestyle and the change to that and trying to do something that no one's ever done before. Look, LeBron was an MVP with Los Angeles. He'll be the first player in the history of the NBA to ever do that on three teams. But not only the NBA. No one in the NFL, Major League Baseball. NHL has ever won MVPs with three teams. And LeBron has the opportunity to do it. And I think it's kind of amazing that someone in their 15th, past their 15th season, we're talking about in such high regard as far as free agency goes and how much he changes the landscape of the league with every move he makes. I think that's what makes LeBron James great. Now, I know a lot of Lakers fans are going to be, you know, a lot of Lakers fans will be kind of, you know, torn by the move. For, For years, a lot of Lakers fans have, debated the kobe lebron debate and stuff like that and here's my advice to all you like all laker fans out there relax you have the best player in the world suiting up in purple and gold enjoy it it doesn't have to be a choice you know where magic Johnson stands you know where kobe stands you know where all these legends stand when it comes to the lakers so don't worry about it just enjoy the ride and enjoy being relevant once again all right not tuning in to a nationally televised game getting worked by the hornets or some other you know yeah team that doesn't matter focus on what's going on the the greatness that is ahead of you all right i think that's the best advice now, with LeBron signing, six of the top eight scorers in NBA history will have played for the Lakers. That includes Kareem, Karl Malone, Kobe, Wilt Chamberlain, LeBron James himself, and Shaq. And the only two people who are not in purple and gold on that list is Michael Jordan and Dirk Nowitzki. So, to say that him, LeBron, sending himself there with the greatness that aligns that Lakers franchise and the legends have come through over the years, I think is a great touch. And we'll see. Who knows? I think the great thing about it, we're going to get, a, we're gonna get, um, and it, the late show is back. Sit back and enjoy it, and that's all you need to do, all right? Well, that's all the time we have now. We're hanging with Mr. Hooper. I'm your host, Joshua Thicklin, JT, Mr. Hooper himself. And make sure you tune in to Mark and Mike's podcast. We actually had a very great podcast just the other day, Sunday. So please tune in. Please tune in. Make sure you watch it. All the podcasts will be coming throughout the week. And, hey, I'll catch you off the rebound. And make sure you tune in and subscribe to Marks with Mikes.